Good evening, everyone. This is the third episode of the Shakespeare Saga. This program is sponsored by the Zenity's app, the simplest meditation app on Google Play and Amazon apps, and the Wagon Ultimate Party Platter, home served only in areas of Beverly Hills, LA County, Palos Verdes, and Torrance areas. And costs about $75. The proceedings are to support helpless and stranded women in Los Angeles. Interesting fact about Shakespeare. Shakespeare also wrote sonnets. These are short poems. They were published in 1905. Shakespeare wrote about a total of 154 sonnets. Now, let's continue with our script. The Winter Tale. So basically, it's it's pretty the the complexity of the winter tale is going. How I like how it's it's been continuing, and how things are unwinding. Well, so far, we came across a um, a killing, um, a plot, and how um, the the escape happens. So continuing with uh, the rest of it. Act two, scene three. A room in Leontes' palace. Enter Leontes, Antigonus, lords and servants. Leon, nor night nor day, nor rest. It is but weakness to bear the matters thus, mere weakness. If the cause were not in being, part or the cause, she's the adulteress. For the harlot king is quite beyond mine arm. Out of the blank and level of my brain, plot proof, but she I can hook to me. Say that she were gone, given to the fire, a moiety of my rest, might come to me again. Who's there? First servant. My lord, Leon, how does the boy? First servant, he took good rest tonight. Tis hoped his sickness is discharged. Leon, to see his nobleness, conceiving the dishonor of his mother, he straight declined, drooped, took it deeply, fastened and fixed the shame on in himself, threw off his spirit, his appetite, his sleep, and downright languished, leave me solely go. See how he fares. Fie, fie. No thought of him. The very thought of my revenges that way. Recoil upon me, in himself too mighty, and his parties, his alliance, let him be until a time may serve. For present vengeance, take it on her. Camillo and Polixenus, laugh at me. Make their pastime at my sorrow. They should not laugh if I could reach them, nor shall she within my power enter Paulina with a child. First Lord, you must not enter, Paul. Nay, rather good, my lords, be second to me. Fear you his tyrannous passion more, alas, than the queen's life, a gracious, innocent soul, more free than he's jealous, 
and that's enough, second serve. Madam, he had not slept tonight, commanded none should come at him. Paul, not so hot, good sir, I come to bring him sleep, tis such as you, that creep like shadows by him, and do sigh at each his needleless heavings, such as you, nourish the cause of his awakening. I do come with words, as medicinal as true, honest as either to purge him of that humor that presses him from sleep. Leon, what noise there, ho? Paul, no noise, my lord, but needful conference about some gossips for your highness. Leon, how? Away with that audacious lady, Antigonus. I charged thee that she should not come about me. I knew she would, and I told her so, my lord. On your displeasure's peril and on mine, she should not visit you, Leon. What can't not rue her, Paul? From all dishonesty he can, in this unless he take the course that you have done. Commit me for committing honor, trust it, he shall not rule me. And la you now, you hear, when she will take the rein, I'll let her run, but she will not stumble. Paul, good my liege, I come, and I beseech you. Hear me, who profess, myself your loyal servant, your physician, your most obedient counsellor, yet that dares, less appear so in confirming, comforting, comforting your evils, that such as most seems yours, I say I come, from your good queen, Leon, good queen, Paul, good queen, my lord, good queen, I say good queen. And would my combat make her good? So were I, a man the worst about you. To Leon, force her hence, Paul. Let him that makes but trifles of his eyes. First hand me, on mine own accord, I'll off. But first I'll do my errand. The good queen, for she is good, hath brought you forth a daughter. Here it is commends it to your blessing. Leon, a mankind which, hence with her, out odor. A most intelligencing bod. Paul, not so. I'm so ignorant in that as you, in so in telling me, and no less honest, that you are mad, which is enough. I'll warrant as this world goes. To pass for honest. Leon, traitors, will you not push her out? Give her the bastard. Though dotard, thou art woman tired, unroosted by the dame, partlet here. Take up the bastard. <laughs> Take it up, I'll say. Give to thy crumb, Paul, forever. Unvenerable by thy hands, if thou takest up the princess by the forced barn, baseness, which he has put upon Leon, he dreads his wife. Paul, so I would you did. Then twere past all doubt. You I'd call your children yours. Leon, a nest of traitors. 
and I'm none by this good light, Paul, nor I, nor any, but one that's here, and that's himself, for he the secret honor of himself, his queens, his hopeful sons, his babes, betrays to slander, whose sitting is sharper than those swords, and will not, for as the case now stands, it is a curse. He cannot be compelled to do it. Once remove the root of his compassion, which is rotten, as ever oak or stone was sound. Leon, a callot of boundless tongue, who late hath beat her husband, and now baits me. This brat is none of mine. It is the issue of the polyxenus. Hence with it, together with the damned, commit them to thy father. Paul, it is yours, and might we lay the old proverb to your charge. So like you, tis the worst, behold, my lords, although the print be little, the whole matter and the copy of the father I know slip, the trick of frown, his forehead, nay, the valley, the pretty dimples of his chin and cheek, his smiles, the very mold and frame of hand, nail, finger, and thou good goddess nature, which hast made it so like to him that got it, if thou hast the ordering of the mind too, amongst all colors, no yellow it ain't, lest she suspect, as he does, her children not her husband's, Leon, a gross hag, and Lozo, thou art worthy to be hanged. The wilt not stay her tongue, and hang all the husbands that cannot do that vest. Feet, you'll leave yourself hardly one subject. Leon, once more, take her hence. Paul, a most unworthy and an unnatural lord, can do no more. Leon, Al-Hadi burnt. Paul, I care not. It is an heretic that makes the fire, not she which burns it. I'll not call you tyrant, but this most cruel usage of your queen, not able to produce more accusation, that your own weak hinged fancy something savors of tyranny. I will ignoble make you, ye scandalous to the world, Leon. O you legions, out of the chamber with her, where I a tyrant, where were her life, she durst not call me so. If she did know me, one, away with her, Paul, I pray you, do not push me, I'll be gone. Look to your babe, my lord, tis yours, Jove send her, a better guiding spirit, what needs these hands, you that are thus to tender were his follies, will never do him good, not one of you, so, so farewell, you're gone, Leon, thou traitor hast set on thy wife to this, my child, away with it, even thou dost hast a heart so tender, and o'er it, take it hence, and see it instantly consumed with fire, and see it instantly even thou and none but thou, take it straight, within this hour bring me word tis done. And by good testimony, 
and I'll seize thy life with what thou else callst thine. If thou refuse and wilt encounter with my wrath, say so. Last of its brains, the improper hands shall I dash out. Go take it to the fire, for thou saidst to, to thy wife. And these lords will know, noble fellows, if they please, can clear me in it. Lords, we can, my royal liege. He is not guilty of her coming he hither. Leon, you are liars all. First lord, beseech your highness, give us better credit, so to esteem up for us. And on our knees we beg, we as recumbents as our dear services, past and to come that you too change this purpose, which, being so horrible, so bloody, must lead on to some foul issue. We all kneel. Neon, I'm a feather for each wind that blows. Shall I live on to see the bastard kneel? And call me father. Better burn it now than curse it then. But be it. Let it live. It shall not. Neither. Your sir, you sir, come you hither, you that have been so tenderly officious with Lady Marjorie, your midwife there, to save this bastard's life, for this bastard, so sure as the beards of grey, what will you adventure to save the brat's life? And anything, my lord, that my ability may undergo, and nobleness impose at least this much upon the little blood which I have left to save the innocent anything impossible Leon, it shall be possible swear by this word thou wilt perform my bidding and I will, my lord Leon, mark and perform it seest thou for it the fail as of any point it shall not only be death to thyself to thy lewd-tongued wife, whom for this time we pardon, we enjoin thee, as thou as liege men to us, thou carry the female bastard hence, that thou bear it to some remote and desert place, quit out for our dominions, and that there thou leave it, without no mercy to it on protection and favor to of the climate a strange fortune. It came to us. I do justice charge thee on thy soul's perils and thy body's torture, that thou commend it strangely to some place where chance may nurse or end it. Take it up, and I swear to do this, though a present death had been more merciful. Come on, poor babe. Some powerful spirit instructs the kites and ravens to thy nurses. Wolves and bears, they say casting their savageness aside have done. Like offices of pity, sir, be prosperous, and more than this deed does require, and blessing. Against this cruelty, fight on thy side. Poor thing, condemned to loss. Sit with the child. Leon, no, I'll not rear another issue. Enter servant, servant. Please, your highness, posts from those you sent to the oracle are come, and an hour since Cleomenes and Dion, being well arrived from Telephus, 
are both landed, hasting to the court. First Lord, so please you, sir, their speed hath been beyond account. Leon, twenty-three days they have been absent. Tis good speed foretells. The great Apollo suddenly will have the truth of their appear. Prepare you, lords, summon succession, that we may arraign our most disloyal lady. For as she hath been publicly accused, so shall she have a just and open trial. Will she live? My heart will be burdened to me. Leave me, and think upon my bidding. Act 3, Scene 1 A seaport in Sicilia. Enter Cleomenes and Dion. Cleo, the climate's delicate, the air most sweet, fertile, the isle temple must surpassing common praise it bears dion i shall report foremost it caught me the celestial habits methinks i so should term them and the reverence of the grave bearers oh the sacrifice how ceremonious solemn and unearthly and it was the offering cleo but of all the burst and the year defeating voice of the oracle kin to Jove's thunder, so surprised my sense that I was nothing. Dion, if the event of the journey prove as successful to the queen, will be to so, and it hath been to us rare, pleasant, speedy, and time is worth the use on't. Cleo, great Apollo, turn all to the best, these proclamations. So Forcing faults upon Hermione, I little like the on the violent carriage of it, the clear or end the business when the oracle, thus by Apollo's great divine sealed up, shall the contents discover something rare, even then will rush to knowledge, go fresh horses and gracious be the issue, scene two, a court of justice and Jolionta's lords and officers. Leon, this session to our great grief we pronounce, even pushes chances our heart. The party tried, the daughter of a king, our wife and one of us too much beloved. Let us be cleared of being tyrannous, since we are so openly proceed in justice, which shall have due course, even to the guilt or the purgation, produce the prisoner of the officer, it is highness pleasure that the queen appears in person, here in cold silence, enter Hermione, guarded, Paulina and ladies attending, Leon, read the indictment, officer, Hermione, queen of the worthy Leontes, king of Sicilia, thou art here accused and ingrained of high treason in committing adultery with Polixenes, king of Bohemia, and conspiring with Camillo to take away the life of a sovereign lord the king, thy royal husband, the pretense whereof being by circumstances partly laid open, thou Hermoin, contrary to the faith and allegiance of a true subject, didst counsel and aid them, for their better safety to fly away by night, her since what I am to say but be put that 
which contradicts my accusation. And the testimony on my part, no other, but what comes from myself, it shall scarce boot me to say not guilty, mine integrity, being counted falsehood, shall, as I express it, be so received, but thus, if power divine, behold our human actions as they do, I doubt not them, but innocence shall make false accusation, blush and tyranny, tremble at patience. You, my Lord, best know who least will seem to do so. My past life hath been a contentment, as chaste as true, as I am now unhappy, which is more than history can pattern, though devised and played to take spectators. For behold me, a fellow of the royal bed, which, oh, a moiety of the throne, the great king's daughter, the mother of the hopeful prince, here standing to prate and talk for life and honor for who please to come in here for life, I prize it as I weigh grief, which I would spare for honor, tis a derivator for me to mine. And only that I stand for, I appeal to you, to your own conscience, sir, before Polixenus came to your court, how I was in your grace, how I merited to do so, since he, be he came, with what encounter so uncurrent, I have strained to appear thus, if one jot beyond the bound of honor, or in act of will, the way inclining hardened of the hearts of all hear me, and my nearest of kin, cry upon my grave, beyond, I ne'er heard yet, that any of these bolder vices wanted less abundance to gainsay what they did than to perform the first. Her, that's true enough, though tis saying, sir, not due to me. Leon, you will not own it, her, more than mistress of which comes to me, it name of fault. I must not at all acknowledge for Polixenus, for whom I'm accused. I do confess, I loved him as an honor he required, with such a kind of love as might become a lady like me, with a love even such, so and no other, as yourself commanded. Which not to have done, I think, had been in me, both disobedience and ingratitude, to you and toward your friend, whose love had spoke, even since it could speak from an infant freely that it was yours. Now, for conspiracy, I know not how it tastes, though it be dished. For me to try how, all I know of it is that Camillo was an honest man, and why he left your court, the gods themselves, wooting, no more than I are ignorant, Leon. You knew of his departure, as you know what you have undertaken and to do in his absence. Here, sir, you speak a language that I understand not. My life stands in the level of your dreams, which I'll lay down. Leon, your actions are my dreams. You had a hazard by Polixens, and I but dreamt it, as you were past all shame. Those of your fact are so, 
so past all truth, which to deny concerns more than avails for us. The brat hath been cast out. Like to itself, no father owning it, what is indeed more criminal in thee than so thou shalt feel our injustice in whose easiest passage look for no less than death her sir spare your threats the bug which you would fright me with i see to me can life be no commodity the crown and comfort of my life your favor i do give lost for i do feel it gone but know how not how it went my second joy and first fruits of my body from his presence i'm barred like one infectious my third comfort start most unluckily is from my breast the innocent milk its most innocent mouth hold out to murder myself on every post proclaimed the strumpest the immodest hatred the childbed privilege denied which longs to women of all fashion lastly hurried here to the place I'll open air before I got strength to limit. No, my liege, tell me that what blessings I have here alive, that I should fear to die. Therefore proceed, but yet hear this, mistake me not, no life, I prize it not straw, but for mine honor, which I would free. I shall be condemned upon surmises or proof sleeping else, but watch you jealousies awake. I tell you, tis rigor and not law. Yours honors all, I do refer me to the oracle. Apollo, be my judge, first lord. This your request, it's altogether just therefore. Bring forth, and Apollo's name his oracle. Her, the emperor of Russia was my father. Oh, that we are were alive. Here beholding his daughter's trial that he did but see the flatness of my misery. Yet with eyes of pity, not revenge, re-enter officer with Clemenus and Dion. Officer, you here shall swear upon the sword of justice that you, Clemenus and Dion, have been both the Delophis, and from thence have brought this sealed up oracle by the hand delivered of great Apollo's priest, and that since they you have not dared to break the holy seal, nor dare read the secrets in it. Cleo, Dion, all this we swear. Leon, break up the seals and read. Officer reads, Hermione is chaste. Polyxens blameless. Camillo, a true subject. Leontes, a jealous tyrant. His innocent baby truly begotten, and the kings shall live without an heir. If that which is lost be not found, lords, now blessed be the great Apollo, her praised. Leon, hast thou read truth? Officer, aye, my lord, even so as it is here set down. Leon, there is no truth at all, I the oracle. The session shall proceed. This is mere falsehood. Enter the servant. Servant. My lord, the king, the king. Leon, what is the business? Servant. Oh, sir, I shall be hated to report it. The prince, your son, with mere conceit and fear of the queen's speed, is gone. 
Neon, how? Gone? Servant is dead. Neon, Apollo's angry and the heavens themselves do strike at my injustice. How now there? Paul, the news is mortal to the queen. Look down and see what death is doing. Neon, take her hence. Her heart is but overcharged. She will recover. I will too much believe to mine on suspicion. Beseech you, tenderly apply to her. Some remedies for life. Apollo, pardon, my great profaneness against thine oracle. I reconcile me to Polyxenus. New fool, my queen, recall the good Camillo, whom I proclaim a man of truth, of mercy, for being transported by my jealousies to bloody thoughts and to revenge. I chose Camillo for the ministers to prison, my friend Polyxenus, which had been done. But that good mind of Camillo tragic, my swift command, though I with death and with reward did threaten and encourage him. Now doing it and being done, he most human and filled with honor to my highly nighly guest, unclasp my prayer practice, quit his fortunes here, which you knew great and do to the hazard of the uncertainties himself commended, no richer than his honor, how he glisters through thorough my rust and how his piety does my deeds make the blacker. So the story is getting intense. This, and so is the script. Um, I appreciate you listening and um, please continue to listen. I'm looking for sponsors and businesses to um, pitch in for as sponsors and to support the Shakespeare saga. This is me, Julia George. Again, appreciate you listening.